Welcome to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. This is the show where newcomers and professionals alike come to learn more about stage lighting. And now your host, David Henry. Hey friend, and welcome back to the show. David here from Learn Stage Lighting. And today, we're going to talk about lighting a stage for video, the stage approach versus the film approach. Which one is right? Which one is wrong? How are both valid in some situations? And what can you learn from it? So on the channel this month on YouTube, if you guys have been tuning in, you've seen that I've put out a number of videos uh, just talking about lighting for um, the camera and specific circumstances where, you know, you're, you're balancing um, really stage type lighting and film type lighting. And I know I don't often cover film type lighting here because it's not really my cup of tea and it's not really the focus of learning stage lighting. But at the same time, it's something I have experienced doing on the professional level. And the more that I do it and the more opportunities I have to, to work with film type lighting, the more I realize that it's just another part of the technical toolkit that is really good to happen as a lighting person. Okay, excuse me. And so we want to talk about lighting a stage for video. What are, what are these two approaches? When does it make sense to use one over another? Okay, um, today's show is sponsored by Learn Stage Lighting Gear. If you're thinking about buying gear, if you're needing to buy gear, you say, okay, David, um, I need some gear. I want to buy this light. Where do I buy it? Well, if you're in the U.S., we can get you a personalized quote uh, on that gear and uh, recommend to you the best thing as well. And if you're a Learn Stage Lighting Labs member or not, um, we'll include that subscription generally within the price as well. So we can help you get exactly what you need, recommend what's best for you so you save money by getting the right thing the first time, as well as that personalized price. LearnStageLighting.com slash gear. Um, so there's really two approaches to lighting. And, and and on YouTube, you know, throughout this month, I've, I've kind of walked through um, different approaches, right? The completely live event that just has some cameras, and then an event that may be hybrid that's partially like simulcast, and then, you know, a full-on video shoot. Um, both can look good. Both can get the job done. So which do you use, right? If you're doing an event, uh, and, and what are the differences between these approaches are really what I want to get into, because you know, which to use, I, I think I cover pretty well on YouTube this month, um, but um, YouTube, Learn Stage Lighting is the channel. If you haven't been there, check it out. But um, what are the differences between these approaches? Well, in the stage type approach, I like to call it 80-20 um, rule lighting, right? Um, you know, we use the angles, you know, and I talk about this all the time, to create a nice wash of light. You want two lights out in front at about 45 degrees off of your center point, okay? And so they're about 90 degrees off of each other. So they're up about 45 degrees from you, and then one is about right 45 and one is about left 45 from you. And that generally creates a nice even wash of light for a stage, okay? But it's kind of like the 80-20 rule, right? That 80% of the the effort uh, gives you 20% of the, or 20% of the effort gives you 80% of the results. It's not the most perfect lighting in the world, but it's good enough. And what it does well is it stays out of the way, right? Because when we're up 45 degrees, now we're up in the ceiling, we're up in the air. We're not in people's eyes, we're not blinding them with light. 
Um, the lights that we use in stage lighting tend to be fairly small, uh, meaning that the lenses or the size of, of an LED panel or something like that is relatively small, right? I mean, we're talking, you know, seven inches square or somewhere around there. Um, maybe 10 or 12 inches for an LED par or something like that, but the fixture themselves and the lens on them are, are not that large, so they, they stay out of the way. And that's the stage lighting approach, right? When we're lighting live shows, when we're lighting primarily for, um, primarily for people that are in person, that's a really great approach because it's like, you know, it looks good enough and it does look good. It, it does look good. And it looks good enough, but then also it um, stays out of the way, right? It's not blinding because the light's really low, so it's not in the presenter's eyes a lot. Um, it's not in the way of the audience in viewing the stage, etc. Then there's the film approach. The film approach is completely different, right? In the film approach, when you're doing film lighting um, and, and video type lighting, um, all that matters is the camera or the cameras and their perspective. And anywhere that the camera's not, you can stick a light. That means in, in a film type lighting set, you typically have um, a light that's literally at eye level, that's straight on to the person, and that's that's usually called the key light. Then you have what's called a fill light, which is an off-axis light to fill in those dark spots, um, to fill in from the side, and it's usually at about half the brightness of that key light. Okay, This creates like kind of the perfect lighting on someone, where you have really good, really smooth, just really even lighting upon the person. Um, and, 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 you know, this is when you have like super close up shots, like in a music video or, or an online presentation or something where you're, you're doing some really close up shots at time. Um, that makes the lighting look perfect in those close up shots. But of course, you know, in, in that circumstance, there's only so far back you can go so, so far wide you can get, uh, before you start to see the lights in the image, right? And you, in the camera, and you don't want to see that um, in a live show. And so these are the two approaches. And you might be wondering to yourself, which is right for me? Well, I think more than ever with live shows, if it's primarily for a live audience, then you're probably going to use mostly that stage type approach. But there may be times where you're shooting a live DVD or DVD. A live recording. Why did I say DVD? Where you're shooting a live recording or you're shooting um, a show that's going to be live streamed. And in that case, maybe it's going to make a little bit more sense to go ahead and uh, instead of using a purely stage type approach, use a little bit of a mix of both. Maybe the lead singer has an extra key light that, you know, is not ang not up too high at a pretty low angle pointed down just slightly and then just off the camera's lens uh, side to side horizontally, right? Something like that, you know, may give you just that little bit of extra light to punch through to give it so that when you go close up to that person's face, um, there aren't shadows under their eyes and neck that are distracting. The image is really clear and really good. Again, I'm not here to light your show for you, but, you know, there's there's different approaches for every show, every type of show, but um, I, I think it's valid and I think it's good to think about, and it's a great exercise, really, to say, okay, 
if I were lighting this purely for the camera, purely for film, what would I do? Okay, right? Lights are going to be lower. There's going to be a key light that's nearly straight on, uh, maybe up just a little and off to the side just a little, and then everything else fills, right? And then there's the stage approach. I'm going to keep the lights way out of the way so the audience has an incredibly clear view. The angle's at 45 degrees, so it looks really good, but I still get a little something under the eyes, a little shadow under the eyes, under the neck. Um, but in general, you know, it looks really good. And, and when you take these two approaches and kind of mix them together, you can get what you want, depending on what kind of event it is. The biggest thing I see and the biggest kind of hang-up and just... Um, advice I have for you, I guess, is when you're planning your next event and you've got some lighting that you've got to do, and maybe you're thinking, okay, am I optimizing for the camera or for the live audience? You really want to think about that. You really want to take the time to go, okay, which am I optimizing for? And then what tools should I use to get it done? And that's the kind of thing that, like I mentioned, we help people out with in Learn Stage Lighting Gear, in Learn Stage Lighting Labs, all that good stuff. So if you're interested in any of that, check it out. Um, there will be links below. There's links at learnstagelighting.com. Thanks so much for listening today. I know it was a short one, but you know, I don't want to just ramble on forever if I don't have something to talk about. And I think I think we covered it pretty decent. So with that, have a great day and we'll see you. Well, you'll hear me on our next episode. Thanks.